Hello and welcome to the second episode of the LSE Real Estate Club podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Carlos. And today we've got a very interesting podcast with a Reef alumni from 2019. Um, he's currently an investment analyst at Trilogy Real Estate. So Jack, hello, how are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm very good, thank good. you. Um, so yeah, so first we just wanted to start off with a bit about yourself, your backgrounds, what you've done for undergrads. Yeah, sure. Um, so I went to UCL for my undergrad in history, politics and economics, and uh, primarily focused on economics in my later years. And then finished that uh, 2019, um, went straight into LSE, to, as, as you said, to do Reef. This was just at the point where COVID was hitting. So I was kind of like in and out for half a year. And then the second half of the year was just yeah, doing it from my room. But then finished that in 2020 and joined straight to Trilogy Real Estate from an internship. So I was kind of doing that as well as my LSE stuff. So finishing off my dissertation and kind of doing that alongside an internship. And then since then, yeah, as you said, investment analyst. Yeah, doing it for about a year and a half now. Really good. Enjoying yeah. it. So as you were saying, um, you had your undergrad in history. So what attracted you to obviously do real estate and specifically the uh, reef program at LSE? That's a good question. It's a good question. Um, I suppose, to be honest, what really interested me in real estate, and I think it came later on down the line, was just a kind of appreciation for built environment. Mm. I think, you know, obviously as doing the reef program, you must feel the same, but the way property interacts with not just people, but society in general is it's, it's a cross section, which is such an interesting um, thing to study. And I think there aren't many programs bar LSE and, you know, I think Reading have one as well that yeah. actually delve into that on quite a deeper level. And I think obviously I, staying in UCL um, and then I've lived in London my whole life. So it's nice to keep in the family and stay at, go to LSE, try and try and knock them all off. Yeah. So, and also with LSE, you are, you are in a school which is, has the best, you know, lecturers and mentors you could possibly find and I think they're respected across the globe and if you say to an employer oh, yeah I've got my master's from LSE they will take note of that so yeah well done you guys oh, <laughs> you're making a choice <laughs> and now that you're working um, do you think the Reef program actually gave you uh, some tools uh... yeah absolutely I think the one thing it does is it opens you up to how complex real estate in the market is. Yeah. I don't think you can necessarily have the appreciation unless you study it in some form of level. I'm not saying you have to do a master's in it, but it certainly opens that up. And what the Reef program does is it really shows you how, as I said earlier, how complex real estate markets interact with wider economic trends in general. So in that regard, it did it certainly helps and also as I say you know going to well is a very respected school so you'll always have that um, in your back pocket yeah, I would say I would say one thing from it you know one thing that kind of hit me was when you do start working in property you know you do learn a lot very very quickly because you just won't have had the exposure to just general property mm. um you don't get that in the classroom. That's something you you guys will hopefully experience quite soon when you when you finish the masters, and that's something you should look forward to. But for for doing what I, I, I don't I don't really know what 
guys are applying for at the moment. But um, yeah, it will certainly help, especially with the financial training that you get at LSE. It's, it's second to none. And it's helped me through my career so far. Oh, definitely. So did you do any internships prior to um, the role you're doing now? Um, yes. Yeah, so in my second year, I was at Resolution Property. Okay. So that's a sort of a fund which, um, yeah, real estate investment. And that's how I got to knew, uh, know the founder of Trilogy Real Estate. So that's how that sort of led on to the internship whilst when I finished LSC. Before okay. that, I did, when I was at UCL, I did an internship working at the IEA, which is like a research um, foundation. And then before that, I was actually at civil service for a bit. So okay. yeah, a bit of a, a cross chain, chain of, um, of different internships. And I think one thing, I would, any sort of experience, is something to talk about and something to learn from. So, Definitely. yeah, for some people, obviously, real estate is quite a small market, I would say, in general, and it's quite difficult to necessarily break in. So don't necessarily feel like you need to have complete real estate experience to have a you know a career once you finish university. You yeah, need yeah, yeah, we've seen from our program that our our colleagues like come from very different backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So in terms of what you're currently doing at Trilogy, could you just talk us through like day-to-day role and yeah, sure. um, what your department's like? Just give us an understanding. Yeah, absolutely. So Trilogy Real Estate, we're quite a small company. We've only got 10, I think 10 or 11 people working at the company. So, and what we do, we're investment managers and asset managers for properties. We've got two leading properties at the moment, one in Manchester, which is the one I work on okay. as an asset manager. So really what we do is we try and find the value and try and you know deliver returns to our our investors. That's pretty much how I would describe it. Um, it's kind of looking at the building, looking at working out the long term business plans, thinking about what we can do, how we can reconfigure to try and find value for, as I say, our investors. Now, it's quite an interesting you know day to day basis type of role because you know one day you'll be dealing with I don't know, for instance, damp issues and trying to sort of work that one out and liaising with different, you know, the property managers and then obviously your investors, kind of you're like the go-between between multiple different stakeholders, which is, which is certainly something which I would, if, if you ask the management, if you haven't thought about it before, definitely have a go on it. Yeah. It's great fun. And you do learn a lot. I was saying it's all about trying to actually understand how property works. And that was, for me, probably the most beneficial part. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, you have the, um, the acquisitions. So I will also help out in you know, modeling new transactions and looking at business plans for new developments that we can have in the pipeline. So working for a small company, it's actually pretty pretty good because you get hands-on with lots of different you know, um, roles and responsibilities. Different to say working for like a CDRE or a JLL. Yeah. You get probably more exposure quite quickly um, to different things. And also when you're working with people that, you know, six years more experience than you and going up to the partner level you definitely get much more hands-on and with them um, and learn a lot more quite quickly it's very important i think can you share with us uh you told us that there were a couple of challenges that you face like dealing with with these sort of assets can you just uh explain like what are the most common problems that you've seen so far yeah i mean absolutely i think one thing which is probably quite obvious is the is COVID. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a nightmare. Uh, we've done quite well from it, but it's definitely thrown up its challenges, not just in terms of 
well, mainly in terms of tenant management, really, because obviously, for as soon as I joined, we were in lockdown and we stayed in lockdown for I don't know six or seven months throughout 2020 and 2021. So it's working out how can we support our you know tenants to make sure that number one they can thrive, but also just keeping them in business has been it's been challenging, but we did quite well. So that was one thing which has definitely been a, a struggle, and I suppose as well. You know, I've, I've been working now for, what, a year and a half, but I don't really know what it was like before COVID because there are so many different problems that, you know, get thrown up that, you know, probably people never had to deal with. So, so yeah, that, that's one of them. Um, I'm trying to think of any other problems, which, yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's just been the problem we've had this year. And it's got, I'd, I'd imagine you guys will be able to tell me a lot more about how LSE kind of views COVID in terms of the overall property market. I don't know what they're, they're teaching you now, but it'd be interesting. You know, from, from what we've spoken with a couple of lecturers and, and uh, some people that work within the industry, uh, like the, the biggest effect has been on the industry in, in logistics. Yeah. So the demand for, for warehouses have increased exponentially, apparently. And it has had like a contrary effect on commercial real estate, uh, especially yeah. like retails. Uh, but yeah. I, believe, I haven't seen the, 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 the data uh, right now, but I believe that it's, it's getting better. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. And I, I think it does bring up an interesting point just about the sort of the role of the city, because I think everyone, and probably what you know, I imagine that hasn't changed that much since I was there, but yeah. you know, cities are supposed to be a sort of big driving force and it's trying to work out. Is that still the case? Yeah, definitely. We definitely learn as well um, how we're changing demand for um, residential houses um, in rural areas where people want to live, obviously bigger houses, more um, quiet areas, just because they only have to work from home scheme means they only have to go into the CBD maybe once a week. So obviously we'll see in the next few years how demand changes for living close to the CBD. Oh, but yeah, definitely very interesting. Um, another thing we wanted to ask was, was there any qualifications that you have started to um, post your master's? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think... Well, I'm, I'm doing um, MRICS, so it's kind of like a two-year process where you have structured yeah. training, do, yeah. you just have to do a bunch of different things and get like get the marks, get the tick boxes, and then yeah. some charter surveyor. Now, I would say that's not necessary for everyone. Um, if you go down like the conventional route, like a Savills or a JLL, that is what you will be doing um, yeah. for its graduate surveyors, but it's not necessarily, I wouldn't say it is, completely necessary for, for long-term um, aspirations. I know a couple of my friends who are working in property, they haven't done that. They did yeah. the CFA um, and mm. some people just choose not to do anything at all. I mean, it's, it's perfectly fine. It's completely down to you. It's just what you, what you would prefer, um, to what kind of role on stream you'd like to take. But yeah, I'd say it's definitely up to the individual. I chose to, because I think, you know, you, you get more, um, exposure to different you know, fields which is probably is always a good thing definitely yeah. would you say it's difficult to manage um other than doing your job so after work obviously doing these qualifications um i suppose it depends really i mean i speaking for myself my my team have been really supportive so i would i actually think it's quite easy to manage 
and you know as, as i say if you go to one of the larger companies you will it's it's probably more structured in the way it's not that difficult so um so yeah it's not it's fine i, I wouldn't worry about it it is hard work but you know it's, you get something at the end of it so it's probably worth it definitely and one of the um, last questions we'd like to ask is um a lot of our students are going to be um, at the moment doing interviews assessment centers so essentially any advice in terms of real estate interview um tips and yeah what what the assessment center might consist of yeah sure um my first piece of advice is know why you're applying for the job mm. i think that's quite critical because i think sometimes when you go for a job and see you kind of think you need to you need to know the yields of you know offices and prime locations and all this sort of stuff and whilst i think you, you do need to have some sort of awareness of what's going on in the market they these people interviewing you will are really looking at why you want the job and you as a person so in your back of your head know try and get that across better than necessarily all the sort of technical detail that's advice number one number two as well um what helped me when i was applying for jobs is actually reaching out to people in my network so i think reef has actually got quite a good and expansive network of alumni so always feel free to contact you know myself or someone else who is doing something similar to what you're what you're applying for um and always happy to help and then thirdly as well if you have to do modeling as well which i would imagine a lot of assessment centers will do that's why i had to do quite a few of just practice and show people who know how to model because if you if you keep doing the wrong thing then you're never going to learn but if you just show someone who might know how to do it or been trained up then it helps a hell of a lot so yeah as i say maybe reach out to someone who has done it before and then more than often than not they will help you out so yeah modeling is key to all of it and you know yeah i, I would say that that's probably one thing i wish i did a bit more of when so i was it if you had to summarize this advice that you just gave uh you'd say uh one know the market and two uh, improve your modeling skills basically yeah yeah i mean <laughs> just as model as much as possible that that's i would say uh, as an analyst, that is probably something which you need to be looking at. And number three, reach out to people for advice yeah. because they will help yeah. somehow. They will. <laughs> no, definitely. Thanks for that advice, we really appreciate it. And thanks for this no talk with us. No worries. No worries, man. Anyway, have a good week. See you later. You too. Cheers. Bye -bye. Bye -bye.